Hello, and welcome to Collision Cast, Fender Bender's official podcast, helping collision repair operators make money, save money, and work smarter. I'm Paul Hudowanik, staff writer for Fender Bender, and today we have a different episode for you. Most recently, at our Fender Bender Management Conference in Minneapolis, Minnesota, we chatted with some of our speakers, attendees, and board members about some of the hottest topics in the industry and some of the hottest topics about running a business. Today, we're going to share snippets of some of those interviews that we ran. Our digital multimedia editor, Noah Brown, chatted with Mike Anderson of Collision Advice and Doug Volsky, owner of Doug's Custom Paint and Body and a co-founder of Key Choice Collision. In both conversations, they chat about leadership and the importance of instilling a good leader within your shop. We're going to get right to it. So here's the first conversation with Mike Anderson. And so we've talked a couple of times before about some of the emerging trends and and technology uh, in the industry. But these conferences, obviously, it's a good time to meet people and talk about some of that technology, but really kind of focusing on more, I guess, the the soft skills of running a business, the leadership and the ability to interact. And particularly with you running or leading the uh, Future Leaders program now, really kind of placing an emphasis on that. So just to kind of start off, um, in your experience in the industry, how important is it to have effective and strong leaders? You know, I think it's critically important. Um, you know, one of my favorite books is the book, The E-Myth Manager Revisited by Michael Gerber. And he talks about how oftentimes people have what's called an entrepreneurial seizure, right? Where you have a body tech or an estimator who just says, hey, I want to open my own business. And we tend to gravitate towards the things that were our comfort zone, right? Like fixing cars or writing estimates. And we tend to abdicate, not delegate um, the things we're not comfortable with, which is sometimes financials or marketing mm-hmm. and things like that. And then that's why a lot of small businesses don't make it. And that's why I'm really excited to be a part of the Fender Bender conferences because you all seem to focus on the things that will help people to be successful if they had one of those mm-hmm. entrepreneurial seizures, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it's really, really important. And I have to tell you that, um, you know, every year I kind of, my company, Collision Vice, we always pick a theme that is our theme for the year, right? Mm-hmm. Like last year, our theme was dominate, right? Not just win, but dominate. And the year before that, it was like, you know, Wayne Gretzky skate to where the puck's going to be. And as we've been thinking about what our um, theme is for 2022, our our theme is grow your staff, grow your business. Mm -hmm. And I believe that really what's going to be really critical for shops to thrive and not to survive in 2022 in the future is going to be culture and is going to be, you know, retention of staff and recruitment of staff. And I've noticed, I got to tell you, it's been very exciting. Yesterday, I got a chance to sit in and hear some of the speakers. Uh, Cheryl Dreger did an amazing job. Uh, Greg from Lawrence did an amazing job. And one of the things they talked about was culture and people. And so I think it's really, really important. Mm And so particularly as the industry continues to move toward uh, you know, more tech-heavy vehicles, I mean, really, we've talked about it before, and kind of in the last five years, there's been that explosion of new technology and will continue to do so. How important then, as these parts of the industry are changing, how important then is it to kind of lean back and rely on some of the things that don't change and that you know, having strong leadership, being able to uh, you know, be a good manager and, and create a good culture? Well, I think, you know, having just came through COVID, right, and I mean, I guess some people would probably say we're still going through it, is that that's when the strong leaders really shone through. I think that when we entered into COVID and as we got through that, a lot of um, employees, people that were, that were not owners, were looking for leadership within the company. Hey, the security that, hey, I'm going to have my job. We're going to make it through this, right? And I think that's where some people really had a chance to shine. And I think that you'll see some loyalty from some of the employees moving forward for those people that could shine through as leaders. So I think it's really important 
But I think also that in our industry, things are changing at lightning speed. I think COVID accelerated the adaptation of technology for like online scheduling and photo estimating. And our industry is changing really, really fast. And I think, you know, with EV vehicles on the horizon and things of that nature, we've got to have leaders that are agile, um, that are also adaptive, and they're also able to tap into the expertise of their team. I think quite often that as leaders, one of the experiences I've seen is that sometimes we feel like we got to be like Superman and we have to have all the answers, and we really don't. We just got to have a relationship and transparency with our staff and our team so that we can tap into their ideas. Um, as Sean Drigger said yesterday in our presentation, all of us are smarter than one of us. Mm-hmm. And so kind of building on that, as you know, you know, kind of leading the future leaders program uh, for this conference. How important is it to invest in other people to uh, recognize you know the talent that you have in your shop? Acknowledging that no, I don't have all the answers. These people here could be really good if I give them the 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 time, the training, the investment that they need. Yeah, you know, I think it goes a little deeper than that. I think it's important not to just train in your people train your people, right? But I think it's also important to build your bench. You know, I obviously we're in Minnesota and this is a, a great, uh, you know, sports state for lack mm-hmm. of a better words with hockey and mm-hmm. basketball and baseball and, and football, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, when you look at a sports analogy that the teams that go the deepest in the playoffs are the teams that have the strongest bench. So I think training is really, really important in development of future leaders. You know, you look at the NFL season just started this mm-hmm. past week, right? And, um, you know, if a football player quarterback gets hurt, you know, can another quarterback step up? And so I think it's important not to just develop leaders within your company, but to develop a strong bench, right? Mm-hmm. So that someone should, you know, uh, get sick with COVID or have a death in the family or decide they just want to get out of the business for whatever reason, right? Or leave your shop that you've got somebody to step in and fill in. So I think, again, uh, culture, building your team, building a strong bench, all of that is really going to be, it's going to be your competitive factor in the future, right? I mean, I think anybody can go get a loan, not just anybody, but most mm-hmm. people can get a loan, buy equipment, open up a building. But what's really going to be your differentiating factor to help you compete and not just compete but dominate, I think it's going to be the strength of your team, the culture that you have within your four walls. Mm-hmm. Last question for you here. What's the one thing that obviously you want people to, to get as much as possible from all these sessions, but if they could only come away with one thing, what's one thing you want them to come away with? Um, You know, that's to have a vision, to have a vision and to be transparent and share your vision with your team. I think that oftentimes that in life we have dreams and we have visions and we don't share this with anyone. And we wake up one day in our life and we say, wow, I never got to accomplish my dreams. But I think if we share our dreams and our visions with others, they'll help us find a way to accomplish those. And I think you'll be surprised at how many people in your life may share the same passions you do and want to help you accomplish that. And so I think that would be it. Be transparent and share your dreams and share your visions. And that's what I love about the Fender Bender Conference is that there's so many um, you know, networking here, peer-to-peer, where you can share your dreams and, and your visions with others that are here that maybe have tried that already or not tried it. And, and, and I think there's so many lessons to be learned here. Just the networking here is invaluable. So thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you so much for your time, Mike. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you. Appreciate it. And now, our conversation with Doug Wolski. And so just for anybody in the automotive industry, and particularly in the the collision repair industry, um, there's just so much advancing technology, both uh, in terms of the vehicles themselves and the equipment necessary to repair those vehicles. And so as I imagine as a shop owner, as a shop manager, there's so much that you have to focus on. Why is it important that not only are you focusing on the technology and the vehicles that are coming in, but the people who are already in your shop and making sure that you are a better leader, a better communicator, not just for for yourself, but for them? 
I think that that's a great question. I think to redirect a little bit, it really comes down to really like training. So mm -hmm. if you're not really getting any uh, maybe like digital training, believe it or not, YouTube trains people every day. Mm -hmm. So the little small things that are they used to be difficult. We had to call the local garage mechanics to figure the stuff out. Mm -hmm. Well, you can YouTube and figure it out in about 45 seconds. Mm -hmm. And typically, that's a really big advantage within the technology. But what we've found is try to take the complex and make it really simple. Right. Just keep it simple. Mm -hmm. And so you were mentioning, you know, kind of having a... a I don't know the specific word to use, but kind of basically a goal or a vision for the shop. How important is it to have that kind of explicitly defined? Because it, it seems like it would be very easy then to just kind of meander through basically your entire life if you don't have something explicitly defined. Yeah, true. There's one really good speaker yesterday, Cheryl Triggers. She, uh, mm -hmm. some of the clarity, they say clarity is power. Mm hmm and knowledge is only potential power. You actually have to do something with it. But when you do have that compelling future, Jim Rohn, he's kind of spoke to the personal growth industry for many, many, many years. I mean, he passed away two, three years ago. Mm -hmm. He was Tony Robbins' mentor, Darren Hardy's mentor. But what Jim Rohn always talked about is, you know, the seeds of the soul. And really, his mentor, Earl Schoff, he talked about, a guy that wanted a Cadillac, and the guy said, "Well, hey, Cadillac, I got a, I've got a Cadillac, six nine Cadillac. I'll give you the Cadillac." He's like, "Well, I don't want no six nine Cadillac. I wanted a brand new Cadillac." I said, "Well, why don't you tell me you wanted a brand new Cadillac?" <laughs> so that's more about that clarity. So if you wanted a red Cadillac, you went, you wanted a 2010 or 2020, 2021. Mm -hmm. When you're more specific, you realize it's red. It has has this color interior. Mm -hmm. It's got all the latest and the greatest. It's got the Super Cruise, auto, you know, auto steer, everything. When you're real specific like that, you'll attract it. So you attract who you are, the more you become more. Mm -hmm. But that, that clarity, typically, you know, men, we can only do one thing at a time, really. Mm -hmm. Women actually can do seven at one, and then they can actually process the seven. Mm -hmm. So it's probably good to have some of the women around you because they can actually see your blind spots, which you, you will never be able to see. Mm -hmm. So it's easy to, the biggest deal is just stay with your vision, mm -hmm. but keep it clear. Mm -hmm. Don't muddy the water. The biggest deal, don't dig up the seed. You plant the damn seed, don't dig it up. Mm -hmm. If you plant the seed, that's your dream. Go after it, water it, take care of mm -hmm. it every day. It's not gonna grow in one day. Mm -hmm. You know? And that kind of leads into my next question. I mean, it's, it's one thing to have the dream and to have the vision and to kind of uh, articulate what you want, but then it's another thing to actually go out and execute on it. And so I guess that kind of brings it full circle here. How important is it not only to be able to communicate what that vision is to yourself, to your team, but then also to make sure that you have your team in place to execute on that and to achieve that goal, to achieve that dream? Great question. I like how you've rephrased. Probably the, for me, the best way is to have the right people around you because not everyone speaks my lingo. Mm -hmm. Not everyone's going to pick up what I put down. Mm -hmm. I can make things really sophisticated, but I can also make them really, really, really simple. And the biggest, you'll just speak to their heart. 
but understand what your mission, your vision and mission. I really didn't realize a vision and a mission were two different th- things. Mm-hmm. Once I clarified that, and then you align yourself up with the right people that understand blind spots, and they'll actually call you out. Mm-hmm. And getting your core values right too, or once you really do know your core values, and your people can call you out. Mm-hmm. I mean, my people call me out anytime. It's, hey, we can. I can fight with the best of them, and it's great because it's real. It's the real. They're bringing out the real and who they are, and you're bringing mm-hmm. out the real. It's like they say the pain of where you're at has to be worse than the pain of change. Mm-hmm. So if someone sees it getting a little bit out of whack and they'll call you out, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's being transparent. So last question for you here. Um, obviously, the Fender Better Management Conference is a great way for people to to connect, to get together, and, and talk with other people in the industry about some of those emerging trends and technologies, and and build contacts to you know ask those questions. But really, at the end of the day, it's it's meant more as a management conference, as a, a way to develop leadership skills, those soft skills that you can then take back to your shop and and run it more efficiently, more effectively. From specifically your session, but then just the conference in general, if people had to take away one thing, what would you want that one thing to be? The breakthrough. Maybe the breakthrough that they can have in their own mind to where they had some self-limiting beliefs that stopped them before. That cross-pollination happens. You know, it happens with the bees and the honey, and, you know, it's all the it's all the universe laws of the universe, you can call it whatever you want, but I always look at the laws. Saint or sinner, you jump off a 50-story building, the same thing happens. Mm-hmm. So when you do understand the laws, but the biggest deal would be the, that everyone would have some type of breakthrough. Mm-hmm.